Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Chody Shifter, professional racing driver. And when I'm not racing vehicles, I'm usually sitting on the downstairs toilet or in a motorway services on my smart telephone, sifting through ad after ad of interesting vehicles from carinclassic.com. You should try it too. There's many to choose from, and you can even sell them free on classifieds or off of an auction. Thanks for listening. Bye. Smith & Sniff is sponsored by carinclassic.com. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Smith and Sniff! <laughs> Let it finish. <laughs> Let it run. Hello. Hi. Um, Hello. Thank you for coming. Uh, this is Smith and Sniff live in Bristol. it's always that nervous moment where you say something like are they gonna clap again or are they all clapped out strictly pre-internet this is yeah don't don't show people any of this technology outside of this building someone had a brilliant suggestion for this when i said we're going to put the link up online they went no just put little flyers all around the city brilliant people show up (laughs) that's how they do it in the 90s fax your friends yes well i paged a lot of my friends oh have you just sent them a pager Come to my shit gig. And, uh, <laughs> and some of them have turned up, actually. They have, they're over <laughs> yeah, there. Got, some, got a <laughs> row of mates, well, half a row of mates. I haven't got that many mates. Um, anyway, welcome. Thank you for coming to um, this live recording of the podcast. Yeah, thanks, everybody. It means a lot. Um, we, we don't have a set agenda for this. In fact, we don't have a set agenda for anything that no. we've ever done. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I would like to tell you what we're going to do, but I don't really know. No. Well, I come bearing news. What? Right, so we talk, obviously, a bit on the podcast normally about no-name, full-suspension mountain bike guy. <laughs> if you listen to the show, you'll know this. Every town's got one. Yeah, they do. I saw one today. Did you? Yeah. Mackenzie crook-faced, <laughs> flaxen-haired, roly-smoking chap on an unbranded mountain bike. Army surplus with, trousers. With aggressive shocks on the front yeah. and back. Unoiled chain. We don't know what he does. He might sell drugs. He might (coughs) mow municipal cricket pitches for a living. (laughs) He might live on a barge. We're just not sure. He's a man of mystery. But I had a moment of deep joy. He's not an international man, he's just national. Very regional man of of mystery. A county man of mystery. And so I was filled (laughs) with deep joy when a few weeks ago I saw what I believed to be our city's no-name full suspension mountain bike guy in Bath slash Bath, where I live. But I have a shattering piece of news for you. There's another one. No. I, so that, I was, mean, that I, was a DJ Khaled quote. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> so that's one of his two quotes. Uh, I'll think of the other one later. Um, what's the other one? I'm really sorry. We for the best this. music? Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, no, so I saw what I think is no-name full suspension mountain bike guy yesterday in Bath slash Bath. Yeah. He's got a car. Piss off. <laughs> Piss off. It's, it's, that's too relevant to the podcast, for one thing. Which it was yeah. ang- Angus. Well, me. maybe he's heard. Maybe he's branching out. What's he got? Well. Share it. Can you guess? K11 Micro. 106. 106? Six-wheel. Six-wheel. He's got a Carmichael. Yeah. yeah really. <laughs> or MOT exempt, because it's absolutely Oh, real. MOT exempt would be good play would love from NM... I can't do it. Um, no. Mark V Golf. No. That's dead auntie's car. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, I mean, they're good. I mean, but... <laughs> not saying every Mark V Golf... for your auntie. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, you just strongly, like, opposed it and then went, yeah, actually. Mm. <laughs> well, I hate people who wear glasses. Oh, shit, why are these things on my face? Um, so, so, hang on, he's got... A mark yeah. f- that, it's borrowed from an aunt who may or may not be alive. It's not that relevant. It's well, not his. I have extra information. 
Now, the first piece of information is I was alerted to this gentleman's presence as he almost drove into me on a roundabout. <laughs> he came in hot. <laughs> but it was my right of way. I was already on the roundabout, and I believe, unless you're in France in the old days, that makes me in the right. Totally. But So he anchored it on. I went round the roundabout, and then he's up my ass, following me up the street that I'm going up. And 30 then minutes. Is this it's a first... I just heard someone mutter, what a tit. <laughs> Joker. <laughs> That's fantastic. Thank you. Interactive. Uh, this is sort of what I was saying, but I was also mesmerised because I looked in the mirror and there he was, hollow of cheek <laughs> and strawy he, of hair. Was he inhaling old school roller with the window? He had the window down and the elbow out, but I couldn't see a tab on the gun. Okay, okay. But maybe he just finished it. Or it was, it was resting in the uh, ashtray. And the auntie who isn't dead, I've just decided she's not dead. She's going to want the car back tomorrow. He's got to wear that car out then. Yeah, he's got to... Well, anyway, he was airing it out by having the windows down and driving like an absolute bell piece as fast as he could <laughs> up my arse. And when the road then split and there's a filter lane to go to the right, he took it and overtook me and the car in front and then he cut in front of a Juicen's lorry and then there was beeping. <laughs> because of the lorry, I couldn't see. I just assumed he's been a ring piece. There's beeping. Because yeah. he didn't need the filter lane. He was using it as an overtaking lane. <laughs> this is textbook. And then I was in the car with my boy. So I didn't want to drive in a, a silly or dangerous way. But I no. did want to catch this fucker and have another look at him. <laughs> so what did you do? Well, another car peeled off, but there's still the juice and truck. Yeah. Big so one. I'm sort of, I'm, I'm like, as if I'm going for an overtaking move in five mile an hour traffic. Is this... Is this... Bath version of Bullet. Yes. 2020. Yeah. So, no, no name suspension by a guy in a borrowed golf, probably yeah. on cheap tyres. One of those oh, yeah. 10 psi, so yeah. slightly slouching. <laughs> and you're like trying to get in in front of the Juicens lorry yeah. that's just in the way. Yeah. Are you looking under it? It's one of those high lorries where you can see under them a bit. No, it was. Um, Not uh, like an upskirt thing. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I can see your prop shaft. Um, <laughs> So, no, it was, uh, I sort of edged out towards the white line and then I realised he was doing the same because he's clearly looking for oh, he's angles looking for to exits. go round. And then I noticed, not just any Mark V Golf, it was a two-litre FSI. Oh. FSI. I love our audience because they didn't just go, Full suspension, the? injection. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Full suspension in the boot. <laughs> Because I've borrowed Auntie June's car. It's full suspension inside, and that's yeah. what's written on the boot. Yeah, it's instead of in Intel there. inside. It's exactly, just, it's, it's FS inside. But note that, I believe, is a rare car. Is it? Yeah, because everyone bought the diesel still back then, or they just bought, you know, a lower petrol. I don't think many people bought a two-litre petrol Golf that's not a GTI. And he didn't buy it. Well. Because he doesn't own it. No. Because <laughs> we know he but, doesn't own it, yeah. we just know. So, I'll report back <laughs> when I know more. Yeah, but, but if anyone else, I don't know if anyone else lives in, in Bath or Bath, but uh, keep him peeled, because he's out there. And I probably hate the that fact, far from your back bumper until I hate you can the use fact it. it's migrating to cars. Really, really. Well, it opens it up all manner of possibilities. Like it means he can probably mow miserable cricket pitches slightly further away from his narrowboat. That's true. <laughs> That's what it is. He was going to a job interview. Oh. That's exactly what it was. He had to borrow a car to get to a job interview. Was it raining? No, it was hot yesterday. Oh, shit. Okay, it ruins the pot. Hot and dry. Story. Like his hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's just, that's the thing, because you, if, you, if you have to shower under, like, a thing, the shower head's that big, and it's also there, and you have to do that, like I think you have to do on narrowboats, and the water pressure is like a child blowing through a straw. Oh, awful. It's hard to wash your hair properly. Yeah. So just don't. Yeah, just don't. Become Sting one of those people who goes, you know, it cleans itself. Sting doesn't wash his hair, or he didn't used to in the 90s. What? Sting, Sting, Sting didn't used to wash, in the, definitely in the 90s, but I don't know so much these days. Is that because his accountant had taken 20% of his shampoo? <laughs> a, genuine, a topical joke for you. I, I, I genuinely don't know. Oh, okay. no, but I know, we'll find out. Because a friend of mine sat next to him on a train once. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually true. That is true. I, uh, I haven't written that down, I just remembered it. You're um, full of surprises. I, I, earlier on, Johnny and I were talking, and for some reason, the subject of being trapped in a lift came up, and, and I said, have you ever been trapped in a lift? And Johnny went, yeah, I rather enjoyed it. Oh, it was great. <laughs> no phone signal, and uh, just nice and peaceful and quiet for a while. Also, uh, this wasn't the time I got trapped. I, I like to lift bounce. Does anybody lift bounce? Yeah. Yeah. Hands up who, who... Yeah, you know. Hands up who lift bounces. 
Yeah, I mean, Why it sends the shits up this? so many people. Yes. Yeah, but it's got a backup rope. There's always a backup rope. It doesn't just have one rope, does it? You're not John McClane. What's you going to do next? Like, get out on the roof and shimmy up it? Yeah, it's just great. I'm not afraid, especially the massive ones in America, you can get a proper bounce on. And people are terrified. Are they? Yeah, it's great. It's good. You should try oh, it sometime. No. Yeah, no, absolutely right. not. Full suspension like, bike guy would love it. He's used yeah. to it. He's used to Isn't it. Isn't it what I used to love in the old days? Was going to the cockpit of a plane and just waggling the sticks around <laughs> a bit. People love it. Well, some people love it. <laughs> Pilots less so. But um, I have something else that I observed right the other day on the mean streets of downtown Bath. Bath. Um, Talk to me. That's what well, this is for. This podcast. So what I was, well, really, it's a question, which is, uh, do you believe, as I now do, that someone can have a sabi face? <laughs> <laughs> Because I think they can. Some and do. Sabi I face. saw a man with a sabi face this what, week. What? Sabi face? Wasabi face. <laughs> what sabi face? <laughs> no, obviously there's a context to this, which is the context of him sitting in a saab, which sort of pulled it into focus. We but saw a guy in a saab. Who's the guy in the saab that came here? Saab Cabrio. Saab, yeah, saab Cabrio guy somewhere over there. So I thought this bloke who looks like Richard and we were and I was like Saab Cabrio guy and he had a hat on you got you had a hat on didn't you where did you come from in your Saab Cabrio Uh, North North Bristol okay sweet 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 car it looked great it looked good it did look good (laughs) yes I saw that it was duly noticed it had a neat waistline I'm just going to say that don't say that to everybody (laughs) Sweet, um, sweet waist. Well, I'm sorry, we can't see you through the gloom, sir, but I, I, so we can't be sure if you have a Saab face. But I saw a gentleman this week, he was in a 9-3 um, estate, and uh, I just went past him as he was waiting to come out of a junction. And because I immediately went, oh, that was a 9-3 estate, that's a nice thing to see. Yeah. But then I looked at this chap and I was like, he's got a Saab face. A What's friendly, a, a kindly face. A trustworthy face. A trustworthy face. A slightly artsy face. Arty face. He was an older gentleman, I would say in his late 50s. Yes. He had a good mop of hair. Thick hair, curly hair. Saab hair. Yep. (laughs) He'll have a Bauhaus book in the downstairs toilet. Yes, he will. Yeah. I imagine his trousers are incredibly baggy. (laughs) (laughs) Corduroy, Yes, yes, yes. Or... Pleated, billowing. Maybe Pierce Brosnan in Golden Eye Spectre. Yes, exactly. I was just trying to say Pierce Brosnan in in Bond trousers. Private viewing at an art gallery trousers. Yes. In Bath. Yes. And then he gets back in the Saab, goes home, has a glass of Merlot. Amazing. Reads a book on architecture. I want to be that guy. But he had a Saabi face. And that's not a criticism. If anything, it's a compliment. No, it's a compliment. Now Now you've... But it left me wondering as well, this poor guy, what kind of car is he going to put his face in next? He'll, he, he's a he's a, he's a Saab protectionist. He'll, <laughs> he's the Saab protectionist. He'll keep going. He'll keep. Well, there's that dealer in um, there's that dealer in Cambridge who used to be a Saab dealer, mm. and they didn't want to give up being a Saab dealer, even though there's no Saabs to sell new. Um, so obviously, they, so what, so what they, they just lie to people. They're like the biggest. Long delivery time on this, I'm afraid. Well, they buy so. all. They bought. They bought. They basically bought all the Saab parts they could find in Britain, and they still oh. get Saab parts off of Sweden. Yeah. And so that you can get any Saab parts from them. But yet they're an MG dealer. Or they were an MG dealer. They also were a Chevrolet dealer. Uh, <laughs> That's the thing. They, 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 they can't They some amazing yeah. dealers. <laughs> actually, in fact, you've just reminded DeLoreans, me. we used to do those. I, I, did a killer, I did a killer deal where I agreed to buy the huge illuminating Chevrolet sign from the dealer because I found it behind the dealership. <laughs> I went round there looking at something. Uh, not look, looking for a wee. And... Um, and I said, what are you doing with that? And he said, 100 quid, you can have it. But the problem is, is they come in nine-foot pieces. I yes. can't put them in any car. <laughs> and I bought them two years ago. What, so you technically own them, but you don't have them? Yeah. And I don't live that far from Cambridge either. I just haven't hired a van yet. This is a bit of a story, though, isn't it? Because what else do you own but don't have? Oh, there's a few things. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's almost metaphorical. What, yeah. what do you own but you Does don't have? Does anyone ever own anything? Yeah, quite. Um, I can't well, remember what well, I was going to say about Saab. Oh, no, the Saab, sorry. So, yes, the, uh, the Saab dealer is hanging on in there, keeping the faith, Ooh. but can't actually sell Saabs. And they're keeping no. people... That's but why that man has... still had a kindly and relaxed face, because he knows that if he needs to get a water pump... Yeah. Well, he could probably prize one off a Vectra, to be honest, couldn't he? But... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
If not, if it's Saab specific. But the, what, what the Saab dealer guy, guys do, they have lots of return customers. It's a very friendly fellowship, the Saab fellowship, I find. Yeah. Am I right? True. True, right? I've asked all of the owners, uh, including <laughs> him. And, um, and so he said they just, when they come to the end of wanting that car and want to chip it in for a newer Saab, yeah. it's usually a newer Saab, they'll always bring them back to them. Oh. So they're controlling the game. Interesting. But in a very polite, you know, upstanding yeah. way. Would you mind if we controlled the Not game? Not in an aggressive oh, drug dealing way. Guest. Yeah, yeah. So it's quite nice. I've yeah. never, we've said this before on previous casts, I've never owned a Saab. No, me neither. To, I need to own one at some point. You know, talking of garage signs, um, do you remember people, if, even if you've not been to leafy London, you've seen the pictures of the old Bristol Cars showroom. And it famously Lovely. had those red neon signs that said Bristol Cars. And we, we had a gag on Top Gear for, for years, which was James May's gag, that we used to call them Bisto Arse, because individual <laughs> letters were always going out on the sign. <laughs> Bisto Arse. Bisto Arse, which I don't know if it ever actually said that, but it could have done. Nearly had a bit of that when we went running earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's because we ate a curry at course. Because we had a very late curry <laughs> and, and then woke up and went running. It's not a great combination, no. I have to say. No. And it a little was bit hot. of anti lag turbo going on. <laughs> Got to be careful. Got to be so careful. And it was, in, it was street running, too. Street Nowhere running. to run. Nowhere to hide. Hilly and hot. Yeah. yeah. Um, Got to be careful. So, oh, yes, Bisto Arse sign. Yeah. Um, when they were selling off all the assets of, of Bisto Arse, they were for sale. Um, Two sets, one side each. Well, I thought, I'm going to buy those fuckers. Yeah. But then I looked. Each letter's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you going to put it? Well, we'll bring it on these tours with us. These huge, these massive stadium tours that we're doing. But it wouldn't go the whole thing, wouldn't we? just have, like, buy written on the back of the stage. Just, there's no room for... Well, we bring three Bruh. letters each time. We oh, have okay. to choose which letters we bring. People have to guess which letters. Yeah, well, that's I hope it. We're doing Toll tonight. You should, you should have got James May to buy them. No, I did try. Oh, OK. Because I thought... He's a man of means. They were going for about a grand. Is that all? Shit. <laughs> a, bit, a bit late now. Anyway. Is that, I've never thought of it as that all. I mean, they are a piece of history. That's and obviously, if you, if you had enough wall space to rig them up, you would have to have the letters. If in a I way lived in could... Bristol and I lived in a sort of a fairly cool loft apartment type, mm. you know, sort of place where a barista-looking guy would live. <laughs> or someone from Friends. <laughs> I would have it on the wall. Yes. And well, I'd have a little remote so I could remove, I could illuminate and remove. Oh no, that's, you'd need a control panel. You need a control panel. Yeah. That's exactly what I would do. I think I wanted to say Stolrus tonight, just for fun. Let's do this. But um, anyway, I don't know who bought them. It wasn't James May. I tried my best. But he, because often James is very susceptible to you go, oh, James, there's a lovely old whatever for sale. Just seen a nice TR6 for sale, James. You should buy that. Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, and you can see him wavering. <laughs> but with this, it's like he had a kind of buy shit game mirror to hand and he just went I think you should buy it <laughs> uh, now Darren are you in the room tonight Darren yeah. Darren where are you cool glad you made it now listen am I allowed to tell the story about the car that you bought full of magazines or not you can, yeah. <laughs> brilliant okay <laughs> so uh, so Darren over there runs a, uh, am I allowed to say what you do Darren Okay, Darren over there, I just don't want to get into trouble. Am I allowed to say your name, Darren? Darren Darren runs the 2CV shop, and I was actually filming with him yesterday for an episode of The Late Break Show. And he was regaling, because he buys a lot of 2CVs, regaling a story about once buying a 2CV. Was it a donor car, or was it going to be a restoration? Um, It was a restoration. Restoration. And, uh, And the guy that he bought off, by the way, if I'm making up any of this, just heckle me. Yeah, please. Um, and he, he, bought, he bought the car, and then basically the guy said, oh, there's, there's some like, old magazines in it and stuff like that, but I, I haven't had time to get rid of them. And were they in the boot or in the rest of the car? No, they were in the boot of the car, in the back seat, in, like, black bags. Oh. <laughs> now, I don't want to get the quantity wrong, but I remember you saying in excess of 150. Honestly, it was over 150. And they were... Over 150. And they were, we're going to say, early to mid-80s vintage adult pamphlets. Oh. <laughs> and he, when, he, when he told me this, I was like, and what did you do with them? Were they in good condition? <laughs> I, got all a bit, I got all a bit antiques roadshow on it, you know. Oh, we have an, an immaculately preserved early 80s penthouse here. Um, well, we could have rooster-tailed them into a lay-by. That would have been the tradition. 
but we but instead you should have sold them because they're actually worth coin now yeah they were first editions as well first editions first editions yeah they were first editions who needs an early stamping of rubber, yeah. rubber, rubber sole this by the one, Beatles? This copy of Knave is very interesting <laughs> because if you look closely, one of the boobs has been printed upside down and that makes it more valuable, you see. <laughs> what, you, next you're going to be telling me they were signed. That's well, what was brilliant what? about this is I think you suddenly, you thought, on the one hand, they could be worth real money. On the other hand, I feel like a grotty bastard selling them. <laughs> so you did the only logical thing that you know best. He burnt them all quickly. <laughs> really? Did you burn them all? I did. I was going to put them on eBay and like a new name, but no, don't be fine. Yeah, should have sold them under a pseudonym. The problem is there, though. I think anyone who's ever tried to burn large amounts of paper knows that bits of paper. Yes. Off, like they do. They like do. Ghosts into the air. They so do. you're in fact littering your area. Did you With... burn them in your garden? Sorry? Did you burn them in your garden? No, I burnt, um... <laughs> <laughs> no. Auntie's garden, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and all her neighbours said, oh, they've got a pamphlet come over the, yeah. the fence. Skin-coloured skin pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you for that, Derek. Wow. Um, I, I just... I, uh, you, I, sorry, I'm, just, I'm going back a step. They're worth money You're now. selling an old 2CV. Yeah, yeah, well, he bought it. And it You've just got turned... bin bags? Bin bags? Yeah. Full of... Yeah, it was bags for life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about six or seven big... <laughs> big. <laughs> like those blue Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> no, the good thing about the blue Ikea things, they've got four straps. And they're strong. In case two give way. They're strong, yes. You imagine the bulk of pornography he's carrying around <laughs> at, at the back of his old rotten but 2CV. Why... Did the man selling the 2CV not just take his incredible collection of 80s bongo mags out of the 2CV? Did he think you wanted them? I was in a garage about 15 years, a gentleman passed away, and his sister... Hang on! <laughs> this, is, this is even better than I remember yesterday. This is better. Um, Amazing. <laughs> Yeah, she kept an example of every magazine she appeared in. Is this what this is? <laughs> <laughs> Prolific she was. Amazing back in the 80s. Some see it as smut, some see it as art. <laughs> After all, we are in a theatre. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, Your anyway. CCV's sitting rather low at the back. Actually, it wouldn't, would it, because of the suspension? No, it would A 2CV is a good car for hauling uh, nine kilo weight of 80s... Across a ploughed field. Yes. <laughs> but of course, that was the premise for the two CV, as we all well know. Can two peasants drive fast across a ploughed field with a load of, the load of very elite, smutty lithographs? Illegal in skin magazines. Yes, you can. The answer is yes. I've suddenly thought, I don't know what else is on in this theatre building tonight, because there are other theatres in here. I'm sort of sincerely hoping there's one person who's walked in expecting that it's, <laughs> it's an evening of Renaissance poetry. <laughs> and going, I don't recognise this one. Well, um, I was, you know, you, you were saying about things you recognised yesterday or the day before on the way here. Mm. I've written down two things. If you saw my Instagram, you might have um, noticed the um, riding the beaver. Yes. I see you've decided it's, to raise the tone. I, this I, is I, not I, a sentence that I use lightly. Ca not just it's catching the beaver, and then there's also riding the beaver. They're the same, just different ways of saying it. It's a bus company. It turns out in Leicester. I didn't know this. And on the side of the double decker bus that I was following mm -hmm. for about twelve miles, it was mm -hmm. very slow. Mm -hmm. It was doing thirty-eight on a, in a sixty limit. Um, it just said on the back, "Catch the beaver." And so, like, so I spent all this time not being able to overtake and just constantly thinking about whose bright idea. I mean, the, a bus doesn't look like a beaver. Uh, it's, there's no connection to a beaver. Why would you ride the beaver? I mean... I don't understand. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just don't... I, you just wouldn't, is the answer. You simply wouldn't catch or ride the beaver. Would you? But also, I, as, I was, what, as I was following it, because I, I was in a state of confusion, I put it on social media, and loads of uh, Leicestershire people went, well, it's, it's, it's Ride the Beaver. 
It's the bus what, I went to school. It was a stupid question. Yeah, like you should know that. It's the bus company. We've all ridden the Beaver. <laughs> ever, 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 ever since we were at school, one of them said. <laughs> and, uh, so I was like, I've, I now know. I'm now informed. So it's Friday night in Bristol, and you're here listening to this shit when you could be home riding the Beaver. So um, exactly. I do. I do apologise. What? What? Ride the badger. Piss off! You can't ride the badger. Once you caught the badger, it's quite easy to ride. Oh, they succumb easily. But the thing is, who wins? Who wins? A beaver or a badger? Well, I'm not riding the badger. You'll get TB. Badger's a tough thing, isn't Ooh, it? Oh, that reminds me. We, what were we talking about on the podcast the other week? Well, something absolutely nonsensical something and shit, I would have thought. This. Um, I can't, oh, yeah, donkeys. Yes. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, it was the sort of inhalation noise of the donkey. Yeah, we're Britain's yeah. number one car podcast. Of course we're talking about donkeys. Yeah. Um, a listener called Steve Bartlett's written in. Stephen Bartlett? Yeah. What, the, the, Bartlett. the successful CEO, man? Oh, yeah. Who loves social media? He's got a Hotmail account. Oh, of course he has. <laughs> he's, uh, <laughs> they really have. I won't show it to you, but he's got a Hotmail account. Stephen Bartlett is, at Hotmail. So we talked about this in the podcast. I always get... It, it slightly baffles me when you see vans, and it'll sort of say, elite plumbing at hotmail.com. <laughs> Ultimate <laughs> luxury decorating at aol.com. You just go, dude... Yeah, it's a main name. You've just reminded me of something. I was picking up my car from an MOT last week, and a lady pulled up who was dropping her car off for an MOT, and on the side of this Land Rover, it said, Bespoke Dog Walking. <laughs> <laughs> and I... I said... I, I, no, I, I said good morning to her, and then I, I just was like, I don't understand what's going on. And then I, and then I realised, this dawned on me early then, all companies that say they do something bespoke, I bet they fucking don't. <laughs> because all the people what, that genuinely do bespoke woman? just don't talk about it. They know it's bespoke, it's a given that it's going to be bespoke. I put it to you, madam, that's an off-the-shelf dog walk you've well, just done there. <laughs> what do you mean a bespoke dog walking? Or what is it, mean? she walks bespoke dogs? Uh, what's that, though? I don't Fuck even know. <laughs> anyway, uh, Stephen Bartlett took time out from Diary of uh, CEO to send us a message to the wrong email address. They did, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> but we still get them. We just we do still publicise it. Um, he says, donkeys can be incredibly aggressive. They often take on wild dogs, crocs and hyenas. <laughs> there are some, there are some great videos of donkey attacks on YouTube. <laughs> well worth a watch. A very underrated animal. Is that what he's ended it with? That's his closing sentence. Find another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, you have? Oh, there's yeah. a sanctuary down the road. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They bring there like, is actually donkeys. a donkey sanctuary in the West Country. I used to work there. Did you? you used to work there. <laughs> <laughs> is it near Sidmouth or Lyme Regis? We can't see you because of the theatre lighting. Are you sh is it a donkey back there? Can someone confirm? Because <laughs> I remember that, because Dad, I think you're over there somewhere, uh, we, we camped in the field next to the donkey sanctuary once, didn't we? And we didn't quite realise until the morning how loud that was going to be. <laughs> and in the summer at dawn, they all just kick off. And uh, yeah, didn't sleep massively well that morning. Uh, oh, well, I was going to... Do you finish that, didn't you? I finished that because, well, that's it. How can you fit, continue an email No, you've I want, got a very underrated creature? Well, about, I, just, just after riding the beaver, I, um, I saw something else interesting on the same journey. Uh-huh. And I think I might have told you about it um, on a WhatsApp when I got to my destination. So, you know, builders' vans or delivery-type vans, if there's two guys or women, um, the one in the passenger seat's usually having a rest, yeah? And in this instance, I just this van came past, and I just saw a load of white cloth just, like, filling the whole cabin. And I just suddenly went, oh, my God, the, like, the curtain airbag's gone off. And they just, they just can't be asked to stop. They're just still going. <laughs> and, then, and then we got into sort of a bit of a traffic-y situation, so I got another look at them. And I realised it was just a lot of pillows. And the person, there, was a person, there, was a person, there was a person asleep leaning on the door, but it looked like the whole side had been hit, and there was a massive side oh, curtain. Someone was asleep? Just someone was asleep. It wasn't somebody when they went to buy that car, would you like to specify side airbags? They went... No, no. Not falling for that scam. Yeah. Got a plan of my own. Yeah. 
Just two big, massive, billowy. Spare room. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. As long as we haven't got house guests. Yeah. Safe as houses. As long as we haven't got. Well, you've emptied the spare room of bedding. Pillows back inside, haven't you? Yeah. So that was that. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. Which was nice. Is that is that? Yeah, no, that was all it. you've seen out and about. Yeah, that, that was it. <laughs> that really was it. That on that particular journey. So and a that's... slightly smutty sounding bus. Yeah, well, it was. And uh, a false sighting of side airbags. Yes, it was a false sighting. Absolutely. Okay. Has anyone ever seen a car driving around with the airbags out? Bags out. <laughs> well, <laughs> I doubt it. I mean, because the thing is, they inflate and then they deflate, don't they? No, the side ones don't. They stay up for a bit. Oh, oh true. Okay, mm. okay. But the, yeah, I've seen... So that was a legitimate concern. Of someone's them. had a front-end crash that's enough to set the airbags off, but not enough to stop the car driving. Okay. And they've done that thing where they just... Tuck they it roll back it in, back in. Tuck it back in. Well, like a hernia from the steering wheel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just, just thumb it back in. It'll be, it'll be all right. No one needs to see that. Just quickly, like, fold the, it's, it's the, just fold the vinyl over it. Just a piece of gaffer tape. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Have you not seen that? No. It's good. And then you go, well, if you have another crash. Well, it's not going to work. Well, you're just going yeah. to, yeah. Yeah. That's it. There's no second goes on airbags. They're a one-shot deal, I believe. <laughs> But yeah, um, I, saw a, I saw a car that had been side-swiped. And the curtain the week, was out? And the curtains were still out. Brilliant. Which is... What about if they stay inflated? Could you take one home and use it as a guest pillow? <laughs> Could you swap this whole idea around? I don't know. I know that... Guest room side they, airbags. This is, this is quite boring, but I'm going to say it anyway, because um, we're amongst friends. Um, when they did that... Do you remember in Alan Partridge, there's a scene where he lurches forward, hits something, and the airbag in his Lexus goes off in Lynn's face? <laughs> Yes. But obviously you can't do that with a real airbag. And they, someone from Lexus told me they had to figure out a way to do a fake airbag, which was basically just a massive balloon with a compressed air thing for a comedy on TV airbag. Because a real airbag goes boom and it's in you. Oh, it absolutely does. So, yeah. I've played football with airbags before for a, t- for a TV show with professionals setting it all up and stuff. And it was bloody terrifying. In fact, we were trying to fire them into a goal in um, Norwich... Football club, I don't know what they're called, I don't know much about football. The Canaries. Yeah, they're, yeah them. Mm. And this went so far, it went through the goal, out the other side, and then there's a ma- the massive main building, it nearly smashed a window, and it, which is about 150 metres beyond the goal. Wait, hang on. Was the airbag inflated? No, you were just sh- kicking we, the steering we were, wheel. We were attaching it to a battery and letting it fire. We were setting the ball up and letting it oh, hit the ball. I see. We were doing penalty shootout with airbags. <laughs> and we decided to do a World Cup, so we had a German airbag versus an Italian right. airbag <laughs> versus a British airbag. Why you've not got a Nobel Prize, I'll never know. <laughs> That's valuable research. Do you know in which the field one was science. the most vicious one? Uh, which one was it? Guess. The German. Italian bag. Was it? It's the, it, yeah, the Fiat bag just absolutely... I mean, if anyone had been in front of it, it just would have cannoned them out of the way. Wow. It was seriously dangerous. I wouldn't have expected that. No, neither would I. I have expected Which is why I was standing in goal for some of them. And luckily, <laughs> that one I didn't. It's all on camera somewhere. Don't bother watching it. Was this the fifth gear? No. No, it's another, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> no, it another, another shot. I actually can't remember the name of it. Shit. Oh. Uh, anyway, um, so <laughs> I've written down race trailers that look like bullet trains. So I've written, I've written it in caps, so it's obviously it meant so a lot to me at the time. So you know those race trailers that you transport um, you know, racing cars in or things that mm. you don't want to get wet? Mm. They do all look like Japanese bullet trains. Agree? Yeah. yeah, and they're nice. They're really nice. I've had one briefly, but mine was actually what? orange. Why did you have one? For my race car. Oh, that makes sense. And yeah. I, and, and, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't want people to nick my tools and stuff. But also, when you get to the racetrack, what you can do is take the car out, put it under... This is boring as hell. No, put I it under a gazebo yeah. and then sleep in the race trailer. Because it's better in- than a tent. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot... We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And if Has you know, it not got... No, it's just glass-fibred cocoon. What's thing. the floor like? Uh, it's quite hard. And it's <laughs> quite good. You do need to bring some... Mem- There's always a guy at the market in, in the town that I live in who sells memory foam by the meter. You go and see him... Yeah, yeah, you just get him, and he'll just box cut you a length off, and you roll it up, put it in the back of the trunk, just down there, find, absorbs all the ridges in the race trailer. Fl- this is boring as fuck. <laughs> it's fact, I've done it, it really happened. It's just not massively interesting. Um, <laughs> Are we still going down your list? Oh, I know what I would... Yeah, yeah, I've got shitloads to talk about. Um, <laughs> what the, so we talked about may or may not be deceased golf spec with no-name suspension yeah, like that. Yeah. Well, I wrote down, I'm thinking, more and more people are contacting us about deceased spec vehicles, okay? Yes. Um, but I think we need to sort of market it for a younger audience. Right. So why don't we call them Spec D? <laughs> <laughs> bit more, bit more, right. bit more JDM, bit more yeah. drifty. Yeah. But, so I'm, we are going to do some merch on this. We are. So I think if, if you refer to a car as Spec D... It's sort of like, you know, I worked in a supermarket once and we had different codes for, like, someone's thieving in the booze yes, aisle. Yes, Someone's shat themselves by the freezer units. All that stuff. And it's like, code, code 450 <laughs> at aisle 10. It's like, oh, someone's dumped themselves. Or, all sorts happens at That's supermarket. That's because when I worked in a shop... A tramp has stolen a bottle of Bells, code 499. <laughs> it's true. It all happens. We only had thieving as a code. Oh, we had all the It codes. was something like, can Mr. Wilson come to the men's department? Oh, really? Had, yeah, something really, where you could actually that... Oh, you weren't allowed to say, there's a thief. There's a thief. There's a fucking thief He's upstairs. got a buffer jacket on. Get, yeah. get him, grab him. Yeah. Oh, he's getting on a mountain bike with no branding on it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, okay. So, yeah, yes, Spec D. I think it should be no, a No, I think that's good. What do we think? As long as you don't confuse it with Cat D. Cat D. D-spec. 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 Is that D-spec. better? D-spec, not Cat C. Cat D. Did you say Cat C? Cat D. Oh, Cat, Cat D. D. No, Cat D doesn't exist anymore. No, they got rid of Cat D. Yeah, they, they traded her in for... Uh, Cat D, she has gone to America. It was a different, <laughs> different derivative. I think we're slightly getting it across purposes here, but yeah, Spec D... That's D, how D, she spec, made but, her name. That is exactly how she made her but, name. But then, um, there was somebody... There was a car journal on Twitter last week who bought a proper deceased Spec. Rover was 25? Dan Trent. So 25 or 200? 25. It was extremely deceased spec. Yeah, but someone went, oh, deceased spec, and he went, have some respect. <laughs> Someone's just died. <laughs> it's, like, it's not disrespectful to the deceased, but it is a matter of fact it's that just they a have fact. died and left behind a very low-mileage car. It was. It was That they only used once a week to go to the post office. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that. Spec D. It leaves us with a plentiful source of ageing Rovers and Nissans that it we would does. otherwise not have. So. Almira Tino. Almira. Yeah, uh, a bit yeah. big. Yeah. When was the last time we saw an Almira Tino? Does this, anyone give a sorry, shit? I, I, no. This is reminding me, because I, 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 I... In fact, while we were running today and I was blowing my O-ring out, I, um... <laughs> did you see... Did you see that? Did you see that Toyota Yaris... Oh, Yaris Versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pope spec. Yeah. And it was... I just looked at it while I was wheezing up this hill, and I was like, that is, that is absolutely textbook allotment spec in the side pockets at the back there was definitely a trowel I did see a trowel yeah. and a massive pile of bags for life yeah. all those Ikea ones with the double yeah, handles that we yeah. talked about yeah that's got allotment spec written all over no it was good and it was sort of slightly dinged up you could put quite a large olive tree in it it wouldn't even graze the headline yeah. <laughs> it's just perfect perfect um, for that sort of thing uh, this is sort of pertinent to an email that I we're, we're really crap at reading out emails as you may know and um, who sent an email to us before well yeah because there was the, the, hands up yeah sorry it's quite sorry. a lot of people sorry have you ever had them read, read out no okay oh <laughs> okay so that's quite sad um, sorry we do read them we, we do, do read like them. them. We just don't always process them. We're just very forgetful. Johnny, Johnny stayed at my house last night, <clears throat> and then this morning, after we'd been for a run, 
which was a mistake. We um, was. we sat at my kitchen table because we both had work to do. Yeah. And we've realised we all should true. never work in the same room. Oh shit! Because dude. no work got done. <laughs> <laughs> and I was speculating that if we got a call, and I was oh, really sorry, there's been a bit of a cock up. Unfortunately, uh, you're now the CEO of Microsoft, and he's the COO. But COO? Yeah, COO. yeah, yeah, something. And um, but I'm afraid you've got to share an office. Oh. That company's going down. Yeah, because let me tell you, nothing happened this morning. We ended up watching that fucking YouTube clip of the guitarist falling off a chair again. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We must have watched, watched it. it like nine times and then went, oh, let's watch John Travolta failing to introduce Irana Menzel. <laughs> Wickedly talented. And neither of those things are correlated. None of them are We're supposed to be doing correlated material. We were both supposed to be writing correlated we things. We were. We absolutely were. So, um, that's... We're, we're strokers. But, uh, yeah, and we, um, we were not... Well, that's the thing. I got some emails together. I thought, well, I'll print out some emails and we can read them out tonight. Um, and this is sort of pertinent to elderly people and Toyotas. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's from a, a, I don't know. The elderly man in the Toyota. Uh, someone called Kay. And the, the email subject line is, Uncle bought Toyota out, IQ out of spite. <laughs> so immediately, Kay, Toyota, you've got my attention. Uh, it says... <laughs> spite purchase. Uh, my auntie and uncle had these two acquaintances with which they would go on days out, them all being retired folk. But they hated them. <laughs> well, the people. Apparently They so. went out with people they hated. My auntie and uncle used to drive them all in their own car, probably in Avensis or something, even though this other retired couple had their own car, but refused to ever use it. Oh, is it a, a, a you can car see what's coming here. Okay. My auntie and uncle got so pissed off with them not ever using their own car, they bought a Toyota IQ, which of course is an absolutely tiny two-seater. It is. Just to spite this other retired couple and force them into using their own car on days out. No which way. they were all, bizarrely, still enjoying together. <laughs> we, we get some really crooked emails on this podcast. I mean, seriously, but that's quite... That's up there. It's, Buying a car out of spite. I, I can Why hear do you some, hang I can out hear with some people that you don't want? There's pedantry brewing in the front here. And correctly, because the IQ seater. is not a... Well, it's really a four, but you just can't get anyone on I the thought back. it was a triple. Is it not a triple? Three. It is a three, because yeah. you put the passenger seat forward. It's got a dugout for the passenger's legs, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But there's no room for a fourth person that you hate. Oh, no. <laughs> or anyone that you like. And if you bought... If, did you say they go out to the garden centre with them? I didn't, but you're, you're kind of filling oh, in the story here, but I think that's probably You'd a, have no a room to guess. put any of the stuff that you If you'd buy. said a local folly, I would also agree with you, that's probably somewhere they would go. <laughs> um, but not anymore. Well, not together anymore. Right. Go on. News, news just in. <laughs> in the last... It's not clearly. I've written it down some hours ago. Um, Yesterday I saw one, and then, but the day before I saw one, and I think this is going to be the new no-name full suspension bike guy. It's topless scrappage scheme car guy. Okay. <laughs> and let me explain this, because I've seen this, and I think that we know there's people in every town or city like this. So yesterday was quite warm, admittedly. But I have seen the one on a previous day when it wasn't that warm. This guy, and the first guy... Mitsubishi Shogun Pinin. I know that's oh. been the source of conversation before. Yeah, sweet. But quite badly panel damaged, actually. And he was driving it very sunburnt with no top on. Oh, okay. But the seatbelt. I know, there's so many questions. But and it, and in this instance, it wasn't very hot. Unless he had the heating on, full bore, in the car. Maybe the thermostat's wanked or something like that. He has to drive around well, with it on oh, the It's stuck on full, so... Yeah. Or it's got a water leak or something. He's, he's having just... to run the heater. Yeah. So he's running it at 30 degrees. I've just answered my own question. <laughs> well, yes and no. Just can't be bothered to repair it. Just drives it topless everywhere with it on 30. <laughs> Windows down. The topless is an extreme reaction, though, isn't it? Or he hates... He hates pits. He hates the sweaty he pits, likes the, so... He likes just... <clears throat> he likes through, through air. Ram air. Yeah. So on the driver's, yeah, on the right arm in a right-hand drive car, you get ram air effect on the pit. On the left hand, well, you might have to direct to dial, a, you know, a vent. Because you don't want to be in that situation where you're sort of going to a very important meeting and you realise you've got a bit of pit action going on. You're <laughs> in a motorway service area holding your armpit under a dryer like that. You could have 50-50 BO. That's why he's maybe... 
He's like, well, do you want full BO or do you want 50-50? So the driving, the driving side, that's fine. Gear shift aside, mm, a little bit tangy. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, you know, a little he bit of... talks to people like that. He does, he does. He does. Yeah. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the re- I've written a scrappage scheme because, as we know, when, when, the, when the scrappage scheme came in in the, the recession back in 08, was it? Mm. 2008? There's a whole swathe of cars that disappeared. Yeah. It's quite sad, actually. But these guys are driving in the exact cars that you, you'd imagine to have been taken off the road. And they're always quite in bad condition. So they're scrapping agnostics. They're driving cars that probably should have been scrapped but weren't. Yeah. And they're driving them around topless. That's the premise <laughs> of this. In some cases, it's just not that warm. So why are you doing this? Topless scrappage survivor cars. Yes. Yeah. Well, the topless bit's kind of optional. And it was loud music as well, but standard audio. So the speakers were a little bit like... <laughs> you know, like that. Paper I just remembered that, those guys in that van this morning... Oh, we had a lovely morning, apart from the run, which was a mistake. We, um, we went and walked my dog in yeah. some local fields. And the, um, we, found, <laughs> <laughs> we found a Mercedes in a hedge as well, which was nice. Yeah. yeah. Took a picture of it, went home, looked up its MOT. We did! <laughs> <laughs> we did. You'd uh, have done the same. Well, I actually, I, 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 we can share this with you, but yeah, we did yeah, do that. Yeah, we're amongst friends. Yeah. Um, it was a sweet, it was a sweet, sweet example. But yeah, it was a very romantic walk. And uh, so, um, but as we, were, as we were crossing the main road near my house, two blokes went past in a VW van, absolutely pounding the drum and bass. Builders transport. At 9.30 in the morning. Yeah, it was. We're like, it's a bit early It's a very aggressive bass. DMB as well. Really aggressive yeah. DMB. yeah. And they saw us sort of clocking them and went, oi, like that. They, they, they actually might have done an oi, oi. The tribal actually. cry of the, of the van man. But I'm thinking if they're en route to plastering a roof, that yeah. roof would have got plastered so fast. Well, we were they would have been all fired up by the time they got there. How much off-brand energy drink they must have had to <laughs> need the DMB to be that fast and that aggressive at oh, 9 can you imagine? in the morning. But they'll get to their destination. They will have had a skin full of no-name energy drink and the house they're working at hasn't got a working toilet. <laughs> and you know that's a dangerous game but it's also if any of them's got like a you know a smart sort of fitness monitoring watch it's probably going go to hospital now <laughs> heart palpitations you have to set it to D&B mode yes, yes. Uh, what kind of music do you like oh D&B okay fine your threshold you can go a little high you can go a hundred you'll, you'll be fine you'll be just fine um Go on. You see, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I wrote this down a few days ago because I found this quite interesting. Spider Mirror VMAX or Time Attack. So. <laughs> you know spiders that live in your mirrors? <laughs> you can hose them. You can swap no. their webs. They're not going away. So I was, I was on the motorway the other day and I was just checking, you know, checking the blind spot and do, checking the, the, the mirror here. And there was a spider just hanging on in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, like sort of water skiing or air skiing, whatever you want to call it. He was just hanging on in there. And then after doing that for quite some time, just thought, well, I've got the strength to pull myself back in. Pulled himself back in, went behind the mirror. Yeah. Because that's what spiders do, right? And then and I thought, I'll tweak the electric mirror just to see if I can see him. <laughs> so, I t- so I tweaked it out and it was just going, where's he gone? How far in does he go? Well, he's like Tom Cruise in one of those Mission Impossible films. He's on the back of the mirror. He's on the back of the mirror. Yeah. And then I thought, you know, a lot of motorsports getting a bit boring. Which we need to introduce new ideas. So I thought, what about Spider VMAX challenges? So every competitor has to have a spider on board in the mirror. Yeah. Now. And then... <laughs> I have thought of some other rules. Hang on. And then... Um, you have to. You have to go as fast as you can and then... Scrutineering, check that the spider's the same spider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Because it turned out the Belgian team had been ringing spiders. Oh. Well, you can imagine, you come, you know, you're doing the cool-down lap, laying everything cool little, and your co-driver just quickly gets a matchbox out and just throws another spider in there. Yeah. Just... Exactly. Yeah. It's a very valid point, actually. Yeah, because it could have been buying drugs off the dark web. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Um, I didn't bring the snare drum and the sorry. cymbal. Fuck. <laughs> I just brought a bag of warm chips. Yeah. Actually, they're cold. Feel free to throw some at me. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was so. awful. Um, what do you I, think? Now, Time attack, spider, I mirror? I don't see the competitive element because there's no way any of those spiders are going anywhere. 
They're mirror spiders. They are. It's a breed. You've got one on your insight at yeah, the moment, yeah, yeah. I noticed. Well, that was the thing that I was admiring. We drove here in Johnny's insight. Yeah. Like I said, we've had a hell of a day. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and I noticed you got a mirror spider. You did. It's got a huge web. And I it's thought, very impressive. Because in a way, they're plucky little fellas, aren't they? I don't like people don't that like squash spiders sort of... because they don't carry germs. Whereas flies are bastards and they're dirty. The spiders flies carry... should die, spiders germs. are protectors. Well, they're getting rid of the flies. Because they kill the dirty bastards. Yeah, yes. so keep the spiders. See, I live in a spider-hating household, so I have to kill Is spiders. That's true, Jules. You hate spiders. Yeah, she hates spiders. Don't, don't do that. They don't carry germs. <laughs> but remember, a fly lands on poo or vomit and then lands on maybe a part of you or your food. With the legs yeah. covered in poo or vomit from somewhere Spider's else. Spider's just going about its business. Just dreams of getting inside the mirror on a Nissan GTR. <laughs> going for a joyride. But, um, it reminds me of well-travelled flies as well. Because well-travelled flies, have you ever got on an aeroplane? And as you're sitting down and possibly having an argument with someone about what the definition of hand luggage is, you notice, <laughs> you, you notice who are these fuckers who yeah. bring like bags? It's a fridge freezer, you twat. Put I'm it in the hold. <laughs> I mean, it literally takes 10 minutes to wait at the other end, mm. but you just, you fill someone else's overhead bit and then everyone has an argument with somebody else yeah. about the fact that the bit above their head is now But full. have you ever done that inside your business travelly type flight? I'm a Usually bird. on Lufthansa, it's a good business airline. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's carry-on because they're just going to Dusseldorf for the day. Yeah. But somehow they for need business. to have a change of trousers for business. <laughs> or maybe they're overnight. <laughs> but one night. Yes. Because they're definitely carry-on only. And I did that once. I went to, actually I went to Warsaw. Did you? Flew there. For Buzzness. For Buzz. Well, yeah, for Buzzness. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing a book signing. Of course you were. Which is weird. Book? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it, was the, it was the latest. So he was Dan actually Brown, signing a load weirdly. of special magazines. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they yeah. but unfortunately someone burnt them. Um, yeah. Which one do you want me to sign, the left or the right? <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I went to Warsaw to do a book signing, which is a fucking nightmare because everybody comes up and they'll go, hello, my name is Peter, and you'll go, how do you spell that? And then it's got 19 letters. C-J-V. <laughs> um, but I flew there on an A320, normal-sized short-haul aeroplane. Yes. Put my, I did carry on, so I was one of those twats with my fridge freezer going in the overhead. But it was fine. We just about got everything in. Flying back the next day, yeah. got on this plane, I was like... I thought it was an A320. It wasn't, it was some fucking 7 8 replica of a normal plane. <laughs> so all of the overhead bins are smaller. There were fights in the aisles. Well, because everyone's going, well, it fitted on the way out. And I was sitting there, I was going, this plane's smaller, this plane, or I've got bigger. <laughs> Gulliver's Travels. Would you ever have that feeling, or like the twits, where you kind of go, is someone fucking with me? Have they made a 7 8 <laughs> A320 just to mess with my head? You're getting taller, Rich. Get back in your car at the what airport, did you do? see what happens. We've made a whole new Heathrow just to mess with your head. Did the lady say, just put it down by your feet? No, there was some proper aggro. Yeah. Some, some blokes getting really narky. Yeah. Because they're... Anyway. With pleated chinos yeah. on. Tell us more about business travel within Europe, Rich. It's fascinating. Well, exactly. Let's <laughs> look at my list. Oh! Okay, here's, a, here's, here's something. Here's something. Go on. Not motorsport spiders, we've done that. Um, the Royal Mail. Now, listen... <laughs> Listen, I've got this theory. Young people don't send letters anymore. No, they don't. I think that's universally agreed, right? You don't send letters anymore. A bloody, a bloody might. He enjoyed getting <laughs> trapped in a lift. He might send letters. I actually don't. Do you know what I do? I, I write things on Post-its and then photograph them and then send them to the person who... <laughs> it's a very... I do! I do! <laughs> bloody do! All right? And I draw dicks sometimes on them as well. Were you on that 7-8 scale aeroplane? It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking aggressive, mate. Um, so I'm thinking, it's a given that you order things, you know, online, like products to be delivered. That's parcels. Yeah. But when it comes to things like letters, yeah. there's an issue. Yeah. There's a shortage. So they need a campaign. Yeah. Well, for young people, so it might appeal to a more JDM audience, let's say. Okay. It, they need a campaign called Full Send. <laughs> All right? It's Full yeah. Send. Yeah. It's yeah. aimed at a young audience. And, you know, you, you, they, they, people always say Full Send, don't they? I don't understand. So you could have, like, who do young people like? DJ Khaled. I'm not even going to look at the audience because you're all here on a Friday night, so let's be honest, I don't think there's many. Yeah, but they're all going to a DMB event. Oh, are they? This is just the warm-up. Yeah, this is the warm-up. Um, yeah. uh, I don't know. Let's say... Uh, I was going to say Ollie Murs, and that's way off. What? He's on radio. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
You stroker. I don't know. What do you mean, Ollie I've Merce? Blanked, I've blanked on someone that young people like. Harry Styles. Everyone likes Harry Styles. Well, everybody does. He's universal. He's lovely. His music's good, and he wears but he grandma's doesn't... blouse. But, 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 what I, but what I mean is the full send. Yeah, but I was going to say, so you get Harry Styles in the ad campaign. Yeah, that's expensive. Put in a letter, but he's, like, he's, he's doing, what do they say on the drifters? Back it in. Yeah, she can back yeah, it. So in. the drift people, it's back it in, back in a letter. Yeah. Giving it the box. full send. Yeah, full send. And he's quite northern, so it would, quite, it would sound quite good if he said it. Of course, it does say send on an email button as well. The full send. The full. Oh, I see the full send because it's a physical. It's yeah, it has to be a physical thing, otherwise the Royal Mail is going to go under. Send it to the Royal Mail, and um, I'm going to I'm going to pitch it. I'm going to pitch post it. Post it to them first class, and they'll get it in I don't know six to nine months. This. Yeah, it'd be brilliant. <laughs> Useless fuckers. It's a great idea. Yeah, I post them the ideas on post its. That post-it that you did of that other podcast logo <laughs> is still the funniest thing I think I've ever seen we in my life. You'll, they'll we never can't see talk that. About. We'll never there's see another it. podcast that we... There's nothing wrong with the podcast, but they have a, a, a logo. Which there is quite... something wrong with it. One of the guys is a dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to tell you which one. Yeah. It's got the um, worst, the worst tasting cars. The worst anyway, tasting cars. Anyway, but... And I say that as a man with terrible tasting cars. Um, but they have a, a logo that's quite we thought was quite funny, and then Johnny one day sent me a post a picture of a post-it with his version <laughs> I do of send their them. logo. It was a bit more well, one of them certainly had his knob out more than in the original. <laughs> and they were both a bit more bandy legs and <laughs> swarthy. I was going through a low patch. No, it's, it's I, I wish we could share it. it, but I feel it would be a bit rude because you know we're fine wants to talk, aren't we? But anytime you have a stressful week. It is that. It's that. If if I'm ever just need cheering up, I look at that picture or play the guitarist falling off the chair. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Does everyone know about the guitarist falling off the chair? It's it's the single greatest. It is the funniest video on the internet. It's when it's when your boy started like. Okay. Okay. Here's a song. Here's a song. Yeah. (laughs) Which is good. What did you tell me that your son started doing in the shower? Oh, fairground calling. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I think so. Sorry, that's not a euphemism. That sounded terrible. It's not. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think we talked about it on, a, on an earlier cast because in February the travelling fair came to my town and it's a big one. It's been going since the 17th century. That's not that interesting. But they didn't have badly airbrushed pictures of Nigel Mansell in the 17th century, <laughs> did they? That's a more recent introduction. That's true. Yeah, or Kylie Minogue. You're it looks like she's been street fighting. Very tinny speakers. Again, yes. They probably had. Loot music over very tinny speakers <laughs> back then. <laughs> Loot Madrigals, I don't know. String well, quartet. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> What's he going to say? I can't even remember. Oh, it's oh you know your music. son's doing doing. Yeah, so calling. when we were going around the fun fair, I mean, I spent 180 quid one night just on rides. I mean, seriously, poo the bed. That was a lot of cash. Is it tokens? Yeah, they yeah. They do the tokens, don't they? And they yeah. just get you with the tokens. Yeah, I'll spend a lot of cash. I'll have another it 20 pounds on the tokens, please. But of course, my son, who's got a very photographic memory, which I like about him, he, he was listening to what anyone was saying in any of the kiosks. And, and, and for weeks and weeks afterwards, we, we noticed, me and, me and my daughter, we, when he went into the shower in the morning or in the evening, we'd hear him going there, you know, washing his hair or something, and then going, go, 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 go. Outside's the best side, here we go. And, I, and I'm going, Who's he talking to? <laughs> and my daughter's just cracking up, going, he's just doing all the fun fair, all the fun fair narration. I think she said narration. <laughs> narration. Which I really liked. Fun fair narration. I've never really thought that each fairground ride has its own sort of hype man. Who oh, just... it's amazing. The, the guy, one guy, he took the money, he took the money in the kiosk, and he was quite low pitch voice chap. Then they got in the line, and I just watched them, you know, like dads do. I watched them. I did go on a couple of rides, but I was rinsing so much cash, I thought I'd let them go on. So I was watching them, and then I heard this really high-pitched, like, OK, here we go, let's go! And I was like, is that just a pre-record? No, no, it's the guy. Oh, he... It's the same guy. He just... So he's got a voice. He's got a hell of a... To do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a range. He could go on Bristol's Got Talent. <laughs> just... <laughs> and just... Yeah, honestly, it was, it was amazing. It just sounded like a different person. Oh, that's good. Yeah, amazing. Fair play to him. Um, we should start manoeuvring this towards the exits, but... Oh, I don't even know. What, what else is on the talking. list? What's on the thing? Oh, there's a shed load on my list. Um, okay. Oh, I saw a guy. I don't know, did I tell you about this in a previous podcast? I saw a guy. I was driving again, so I couldn't take a photo, unfortunately. He was um, on, a, on a very fast e-bike. Mm-hmm probably tweaked. I reckon he's had it mapped. 
because it was going it was it was going really fast with not a lot of pedal movement. You know those ones. So sort of the pedals are doing that, and he's doing 28 miles an hour. <laughs> totally illegal. <laughs> but but the, what what really worried me was he was doing that one-handed, holding a huge strimmer in the other hand. <laughs> And, and as it, he was coming the other way on the pathway and I was driving in the traffic, I was thinking, he's going to have a massive tank slapper in a minute. And what are you going to do? You've got one hand on the bar, which must be the throttle or whatever. No, it's not the throttle, is it? You pedal. So he's got one brake. He can't access the other brake mm. because oh, his hand's on. holding the... So he's are only we, on the front brake. Are we sure the strimmer wasn't running? I, I've got no idea. And this was the way he was propelling himself. Like I, a very thin propeller. Honestly, I don't... I, that's one of the other things I've written down. What, very thin propellers? No, I wrote, I wrote it the other day. I was just going to bed, and I just suddenly had this thought about... I put those boats in foreign countries, which are basically third-world cigarette boats, shallow, narrow holes, and engines perched right on the back with no protection, and an extremely long drive shaft that can be lifted out of the water. I you think the there's that, a name for them. What are they called? What, sorry? Long tail. In Do you know the ones? Would that be they're, yeah. they're in Thailand. Extremely yeah. dangerous looking craft. Yeah. With a Huge engine, but on a boat that looks like it couldn't carry the engine. And, you know, it's this high out the water, so if you were to just lean like that, it would just totally capsize. Yeah. And then the drive shaft is like twice as long as this stage. But is that not because the water is very shallow? I've got no fucking idea. <laughs> I, 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 I just thought, I just thought, they were in a bar one night drinking loads of beer, and they no, went, all right. these boats look so boring. How long do you reckon Deep you could hull, make, make safe. Your prop Yeah. I mean, honestly, the prop shaft is ridiculous. Um, we really should wrap this up. Before we do, I just wanted to read out another email from uh, Rob Allen. Um, donkeys or hyenas? No, it's not donkeys, although they are a very underrated animal. They are. Um, <laughs> He, Find um, another. He, I, I don't actually know. He, he, the email is entitled On the Princess Anne Side of Things. Oh. <laughs> so again, Rob immediately had my attention. But he says there's an apocryphal, hopefully true, Princess Anne story in the rowing world, which goes like this. She was at the opening of the National Water Sports Centre at Home Pierre Point in Nottingham. Basically in Nottingham. <laughs> Rob, <laughs> I think you'll find. Um, at this event, a local dignitary was showing her a part of the complex reserved for certain water sport activities. He was, no, no, no. Don't be dirty. He was meant to say, Your Majesty, this is where the youngsters launch their punts and canoes. <laughs> When the inevitable spoonerism occurred, <laughs> Princess Anne didn't miss a beat and simply said, oh, what's a panoo? <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you, Rob, for that. I hope it's true. And if you find out what kind of car Princess Anne drives, do let us know. Let us know. We're really... Currently a mystery. Yeah. Um, but yeah. we really do have to bring this to a close now. Um, before we do, though, we yeah. have three things to tell you. Uh, they are one. Johnny has a solo YouTube channel. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, in which he repeatedly campaigns for the imprisonment of a popular ginger-haired comedian for her crimes of putting incorrect vins on recently restored cars. <laughs> That's right. What? It's called The Incarcerate Catherine Tate for her chassis plate backdate show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this week, uh, Johnny fleet. is on the phone to the police outside Catherine's house while angry looking at a 1960s mini that plainly has 1980s backlights on it. Uh, if that's not to your taste, there's always the Late Break Show. Lots of excellent videos about cars and people who love them on there. Go and check it out. I'm sure you already have. But yeah. Go and check it out again, but harder. Yeah, like um, every week, check it out. The second thing uh, I have to say is uh, thank you to the Tobacco Factory for having us. And thank you to everyone here for coming along. We really do appreciate it. Um, as we've said, it's Friday night in Bristol. You could be doing anything and you've chosen to come here. So yes. uh, we do appreciate that. Um, we are your drum and bass warm-up act. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you to Lisa, who uh, you may have met on our merchandise stall as well, and who is uh, the only organised component in this otherwise rather messy machine. Um, and the third thing I've got to tell you is that Michael J. Fox's middle name is Andrew. What? <laughs> He, Hang on. Yeah, this is true. How'd you spell that? Yes, how'd you well, spell that? It's got a silent J. <laughs> it's got a silent <laughs> J. Hang, Hang on, did John, John Travolta say yeah, his name? Yeah, he's a great guy. I loved him in... He's a course man. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> no, it's not John Travolta not knowing the names of Adele people. <laughs> uh, he were, went to register with the Screen Actors Guild and they already had someone called Michael Fox on their books. And he realised he would have to think of something else, but he realised that Michael A. Fox didn't sound that great. <laughs> and he is Canadian... <laughs> And so there's also people in Canada, Canada? Canada? People in Canada. Canada. Uh, say A of a lot as well. And he just thought it sounded stupid in a Canadian accent. So he just picked another letter. And just J, J was it. So the J stands for nothing. Well, there we go. Obviously M stands for nothing. J- I think it stands for jangle. Yes. I'm going to say it's jangle. Yeah. The yang of jingle. Okay. Well, <laughs> on that philosophical note. I realised I was going to start this podcast by shouting out transit so that the crowd would say sport and I never did. Can I do it now? Go on then. Can we finish with that? It's a bit of audience participation. It's like a typical panto scenario. I say transit, you say sport. Transit. (laughs) That was phenomenal. Way better. Way better. (laughs) Thank you. Um, well, uh, that was flipping brilliant. I was going to do three uh, versions to build up to that. I didn't need to. No, they'd already got it. That was stage three. And on that terrifying window into how cults start, uh, we, should probably, <laughs> we should probably bring things to a close. But um, thank you ever so much for coming tonight. Thank you at home for listening. Uh, yeah. We'll do this all again soon. Very Until soon. then, goodbye. Bye then. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>Deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.